I'm sharing with you over 100 things you've got to get done in your first 90 days. Hello, my friends, Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. We are diving in deep right off the bat today. Nobody is giving you what I'm about to share with you today. For some reason, a lot of podcasts want to cut up 15 episodes on something really, really good that you need to just hear the entirety of. We're not doing that. I'm going to uh, give you all in one fell swoop. Hopefully within 30 minutes, that's my goal. So we got to get moving now. I want you to keep coming back every Monday. We're probably going to have episodes specifically on a few of these topics. But today, I'm just giving it all to you at one time. I'm sharing with you over 100 things you've got to get done in your first 90 days. An itemized checklist. Now, don't panic. If you're driving down the road, don't wreck your car. I'm going to post this list on RookieRealEstate.com for you to download later free of charge. Guys, I'm serious about your success. I want you to be serious about your success also. No excuses. Here's what you got to do. Now, if you're a rookie and you haven't transitioned yet, this is perfect. Here's everything you need to get done in the first 90 days. But listen, if you have transitioned, do not use this list as an excuse for not selling real estate or making your calls or doing the dollar producing activities that you've got to do. Now, if you have transitioned, don't use this list as an excuse for not selling real estate or making your calls or doing your dollar producing activities saying, I'm not ready yet. I've not gotten my list done. No, no, no. That's not what this is about. This list is expanded over 90 days for a reason and it isn't in any particular order. You and your broker can prioritize this list together. And actually, if you show up with a list like this to your broker, you're going to blow their minds. Now, if you are on your road to your first 50 transactions and you're in that process of your uh, real estate license career, then I'm almost certain you haven't done this entire list yet. And it may be the single most important to-do list you have ever received. It will get you to your first 50 much, much quicker and with a lot less pain and anguish along the way. Now, I'm not going to be able to break them all down. I'm just going to fly through them. Uh, I will stop, camp out on a couple just to give you some more detail to understand what I'm saying. But now my last point that I want to make before we dive in is you should never wake up as a real estate professional and not know what needs to be done that day. Never. Here's your list. Let's get it done. brokerages is absolutely critical you may already be at one you may already have uh, one that's recruiting you you may already go you're gonna go with a friend wherever you are in that process getting with the right brokerage is critical and there will be a podcast that follows up with this with a lot more detail 
But once you've narrowed it down, don't miss this one point here. Go eat a meal with them, your broker, him or her, and their spouse if they have one or their significant other. Because what you don't want to do with the primary person that's over you in your real estate career, you don't want to, if they're completely sane, but they're married to crazy, you do not want to get tied in with that. It can be volatile, figure it out on the front end. And also on the flip side, if you bring your significant other, your spouse, then they'll figure out whether you're married to crazy and they may not want that in their brokerage. So make sure when you're interviewing brokerages, you create the, you print off this list, you ask a lot of questions and then get to know their family because that's who's going to be, uh, you're going to be living your life with for the next 15, 20 years, hopefully. Now that's the first thing you got to do is interview brokerages, find out where you're going to hang your license. The second thing is review and sign an independent contractor agreement. You are going to be an independent contractor. You're no longer employee. It's you Inc. All right. Uh, review and sign a fee sheet every single brokerage is going to have some type of fee sheet there may be desk fees there may be other fees involved make sure you know what splits are that you've talked to those splits whether you generate the lead whether they generate the lead what does it look like make sure it's in writing you both sign that no questions no ambiguity later review and sign policies and procedures manual there's going to be a policies and procedure manual for any brokerage you go to or at least there should be so that way you know what you can and can't do and what's expected of you. And it's a protection for you and also for the company. So review and sign that. Uh, apply for your local association and become a realtor. Okay, there's difference between a real estate agent and a realtor. There's a higher level of accountability. There's a code of ethics when it comes to being a realtor. Make sure that uh, the association that your broker's a part of, go sign up for that and also if that's not a realtor class available for you find an association nearby that you can take the realtor course uh, the code of ethics sign up for that it's a higher level it's in, not something that you need to overlook it is absolutely necessary meet with a marketing coordinator if you've got one at that company if you don't there's gonna be a couple steps more that you've got to do uh, our marketing coordinator here is gonna do your headshots they're gonna order business cards they're gonna get uh, our buyers and sellers guides branded specifically to you uh, some of our pamphlets that we give out some uh, you know cards that we hand out it's gonna be all branded to you now the company creates it we take one face off of it we put another face on it so that way it's for you you don't have to create that we're a little bit different we're a boutique we provide that for our agents but there are companies that do provide that but if you don't have that if you don't have a marketing coordinator in your office there's some additional steps that you've got to take, including headshots, uh, business cards, uh, buyers, seller guides, uh, things like that that you may want to create. But uh, hopefully you've got one or they've got somebody they can refer you to to take care of that right off the bat. The brokerage that you're going to hang your license with is going to have a bookkeeper. You're going to provide all your personal information. You're going to be a 1099 employee now, which means every dollar that they pay you, they're going to then 1099 you at the end of the year. You're going to use that 1099 as income, and then you're going to have to subtract your expenses off of that. You're going to give that to a CPA who's brilliant, not me. I'm not going to give you any more details on that. Get with a professional. Uh, but you have to get all that information to the company's bookkeeper uh, or assistants or whoever takes care of that. Get that knocked out right off the bat. Uh, get a copy of any training material that your broker or company provides. 
and try to get it all so that way you can start studying there's going to be times that you've got downtime at home that you don't need to be watching another episode of your favorite show that you could dive in and read some scripts go over some objections go ahead and try to get all of that review it all at once so that way when they start presenting it to you in classes you're already somewhat familiar with it and the terminology is key you've got to learn a lot of new terms that will be hopefully in the training material that you have we call it boot camp here get added to the company's private facebook page if they've got one or slack or any other way that they communicate uh, likely with all the technology that we have it's not just by email a lot of times there's a big group ways of you to be able to communicate get added to that order your errors and emissions insurance uh, add riders if needed if you're going to be a property manager as part of your license in your state your broker will know this but errors and omissions has different layers and different coverage maybe general liability needs to be added to it this is not something you want to slack on one you've got to have it but two make sure you find out why and what's available so don't necessarily get just the minimum coverage if you're going to be doing more than just a normal real estate license allows you to do such as property management maybe commercial things like that it's all different in your state but make sure you dive in deep don't just go oh i paid my two-year eno insurance i'm done find out what it covers make sure you're covered don't let that just go by the wayside Provide a copy of your ENO insurance with your broker. They'll require that. Uh, set up on monthly agent billing. There's going to be desk fees likely at your company. There's going to be office fees, maybe a printer code. Get that set up. Go ahead. They'll bill you probably monthly. Most companies do it that way from what I understand. And budget that into what's going to be your business budget we'll talk about in a few minutes. Get a key to the office because you're going to want to have after hours access. Nine to five is not in a real estate agent's vocabulary when you first get started, really at any time. You're always available. Real estate becomes who you are. It's part of your life. It's not a job. It's just who you are. And there's going to be times you've got to run in early or come in late and get in the office. Make sure you can get access and have a key card or a key available. Uh, let's see if if you're a transferring agent bring your license uh, to the office staff or your broker to have it uh, hung on the wall or probably in a binder available if necessary also if you're a transitioning agent notify your broker of any transferring listings that may be coming with you wherever you're coming from make sure that's understood of where they're going to be who's getting paid what sometimes that happens and we don't want to have any uh, issues arise so everybody knows where the money's going and what's going to happen so we're going to dive now into a little bit of training. I don't know what your company will provide. This is why you're going to interview brokerages. You're going to dive in deep. And again, we'll have a soon a podcast specifically on that. But hopefully there will be some type of training. And with that, there's going to be a process. Maybe there'll be a mentorship program, something like that. But here at our company, we have a boot camp. We've got a buyer's boot camp and then we've got a seller's boot camp. We dive in right off the bat with a buyer's boot camp. So sign up for those uh trainings that your office holds figure out put it on the calendar find out when they're available make sure you're ready for those there's a leads management system at whatever company you're going to be with uh, we use boomtown here there is boomtown training on how to utilize it how to maximize uh, the way and the procedures that go along with that but get the leads management system find out what it is and figure out how to work it get that training uh, shadow the top three buyers agents in the company 
the top three listing agents, that may be one and the same piece person. You may have one rainmaker, as I hear it called, uh, in the company. Shadow them on three buyers and three listing appointments. So that way, if there's more than one, hopefully there is, you can look at two or three different people and go, I want to be like that person. That person's personality fits better than me. In our company, I'm highly driven, full of energy, and there's other guys who are highly successful that are just as even-keeled, laid-back, uh, whatever your personality is, shadow all of them and then take little bits and pieces of how good they are and what they do and make yourself that way uh, and emulate that. So you're going to shadow the top three or three buyer's appointments, three listing appointments. Uh, first buyer contract you ever write. Now, you may or may not have a transi- uh, transaction coordinator in your company, but if you do, don't just hand it off and go, oh, here you go, take care of the paperwork for me. It's good to do that. But you need to know what they're doing and why they're doing it. So sit down with them, the first buyer contract that you, whether it be your buyer or a buyer that you're shadowing with a top agent, and watch that process uh, all the way through so that way you can see the full circle. Sometimes if you're only getting bits and pieces, you can't understand who's doing what for you or what you need to do. Same thing with the listing. Train with the listing coordinator. We've got a listing coordinator in our company. There's 75 to 95 things that's got to be done before that property ever hits the market. You need to know what that is so you can explain that value to your sellers and also that you can understand their value and what they're doing for you. Complete a dot loop training process. Now, I don't know if you'll use dot loop. We use it here. That's why I'm using that terminology. But there's a paperless document system and e-signatures, electronic signature system that your company is likely using. If everything is still wet signatures, you need to call me or you need to email me because I've got to bring you up to speed quickly. Uh, Paperless systems will change your world and also save a few trees in the process. But make sure you go ahead and get that training on that system and make sure you understand it. And then sign yourself up and send yourself something. You're going to have to describe this, especially to older people that aren't up to speed on technology, that whenever you send them an email and they have to click on something, they have to review the document and they click on their name and then it signs it for them. They're like, what? And then you got to say, I'm done. And then it shoots it back to you. But they're like, I don't know how to get it back to you. You go ahead and send yourself something to sign so that way you can walk them through by phone on how to get that signature done, how to review a document, and then how to sign it. So make sure you understand the system and sign yourself up on something so that you can understand that process. Complete your local MLS training. There's a multiple listing service that you're going to be a part of. I don't know what it's called in your your area. It's called Realtracks here. But they've got three or four different levels of training. There's a basic. There's probably a 102 class, a 103, and then an advanced. This right here will separate you from the competition. If you know how to work your multiple listing uh, program to where all the listings are there, how to pull comps, how to make them look good, how to download them in different programs, you are going to be a rock star, second to none, whenever you show up to a listing appointment. And it's your job to know how to value properties based on what the market is saying it's worth. We as agents don't determine value. The homeowners don't determine value. The appraisers don't determine value. They look at the market. The market determines the value. You just got to be able to put the formula together to show what the home is worth in that market in its condition at any given time. This is a big deal. Make sure you go to those trainings. They're usually only an hour or two, but it's the best time you'll ever spend, and sometimes they're even free. So complete all those. Uh, Closing disclosures, 
you know, with a title company, sometimes they're called HUDs. If it's a cash deal, it's called a closing disclosure. There's trid laws out there that you need to understand. There's time frames that you need to understand. Get with whatever preferred title company you're going to be using with the company you're signing up with, with the brokerage, and uh, make sure that you get training and understand what a closing disclosure is. You don't want to be caught off guard and hearing terms that you don't understand when it's in a critical time and you're talking with a client. Also, Mortgage 101. You are not required to be a mortgage expert, but you need to understand the four, five, six, seven different types of loans that are common in your area, You know whether it be conventional or FHA or VA, things like that. You need a basic understanding and you need a relationship with a phenomenal lender. I use Churchill Mortgage because they pour into their agents. In eight years, I have never had Michael Brown at Churchill Mortgage tell me that he could not close a deal or that he could close a deal and he not get it done. Not one time did it ever die. So the Churchill's in 47 different states. This is a free shout out to them. They're amazing. Eight years now, they've never dropped the ball, not one time, and that's a big deal. Photography 101. Now, some companies use professional photographers in their area. There's a lot that are probably available, but you still need to understand there's gonna be properties you're gonna go to that you're not gonna hire a professional photographer to go to to take pictures of. Uh, You think, well, why wouldn't I? Well, there's hunting cabins in the middle of nowhere with 150 acres that you're not gonna hire potentially a professional photographer for that you're gonna take with a very nice camera. But figure that out, get with your broker, figure out how they take pictures, who's good, what equipment you may need, what companies you could use. You may have to take your own for a while, make sure they're quality, before you're able to start hiring a professional company to do it for you. Signing up for continuing education is required for our license. But the type of education that you sign up for is absolutely critical. CRS, Certified Residential Specialist, is my number one top thing that I would want every agent and that my wife and I push every agent, encourage every agent in our company to sign up for. Certified Residential Specialist. From what I understand, only 3% of agents in the entire world have that designation. Why would you not want to be in the top 3% in the world of realtors across the entire globe with a certified residential specialist designation. The reason I like them so much, not necessarily because of the 3% uh, stat, is more because the top agents across the world come and teach these classes and they vomit all over you everything that they know and how you can avoid the mistakes that they made and also be a rock star. That's why I like CRS classes so much. Uh, Your local association will probably have a way Find out where they're at, where they're being taught, and then go and attend them and get your CRS certification. ABR, Accredited Buyers Representative. GRI, the Graduate Realtor Institute. There's a couple that you want behind your name, really as much for the other agent that you're working in than the transaction. If I'm getting an offer from an agent who's got a CRS or an ABR or a GRI, that means they're not brand new rookies. They know what they're doing. They've spent time. They can probably get through a transaction really well. Those are the ones you get excited about working with, and you know it's going to be a good, smooth transaction. Why not have that behind your name so they'll have the same confidence in you? Regulating emotions is a big deal in this industry, and knowing what the other agent is capable of is also critical when you're negotiating as well. There's some books that you need to read. Good to Great 
Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey, Guerrilla Marketing, Seven Levels of Communication. Those are our top right off the bat ones that we want you to read here in our company. Also, find five business or real estate podcasts to listen to. Now, you're already listening to one. Go ahead. Every Monday, this is going to be your Monday morning commute. But you need four more that you need to listen to because there's there's amazing people in this industry that are willing to give away their information for free, just like I'm doing, so that you can be great. Why not learn from them? Attend your, your association's new member orientation. Learn about what your association does for you and learn about how you can serve in your association. Don't wait till, oh, I'm going to wait till I'm a success to get involved. Get involved from day one in your association because when you surround yourself by successful people who are of the same mind freight, you will become better. You're a product of your environment. Make sure your environment is around successful, highly motivated, giving and sharing agents, realtors, that you want to become. Join your association and get involved immediately. The technologies and tools. This is also dependent upon your brokerage, but set up your lead management software. Make sure you know how it works. Uh, set up your personal website or your landing page to your company's website, however they have that figured out. Make sure you get that set up. Also, your real tracks or your multiple listing service. Make sure that account's set up. You know where that email's going. You're probably not gonna wanna check 15 different email things, have them directed to one so that you get them all in one location. Use a paperless system or electronic signatures. If your brokerage allows it or use the one they're doing, they likely do in this day and age, uh, but have that account set up, know how it works. Use the, set up your Tennessee Realtors account so you've got local, state, and national levels of realtors and associations that represent you. It's a vast amount of information RPAC, they fight for home ownership rights in, in legislatures and uh, in the government so that we can fight for our rights as realtors, but also homeowners' rights. That's critical. Give to those, invest in those, learn about those. But there's stats and information that you can use that makes you look like you know exactly what you're doing and you're reading this information. It comes out monthly. These guys do all this homework and all you have to do is read, be a member of, and sign up. Most of it's free that you can just fill your brain with the information needed to be able to regurgitate that and look like a professional. Download the HomeSnap app uh, here locally. The Realtrax has its own called HomeSnap. That's really good. It's quick on the go type app. Also, there's a probably an app associated with your uh, lead management system. Uh, ours is uh, Boomtown and also a Dot Loop app. So there's apps that you're gonna want on your phone when you're on the go, you're not always gonna be sitting at a desktop. Be ready and mobile and able to get the information you need at any given time. It's amazing when you need it. And if you don't have it, you don't wanna look like an idiot. Add Boomtown websites also to your home screens, things like that. Download uh, the Sensory Lock app. There's probably electronic lock boxes in your area. There's probably an app that goes with it, maybe even a card you gotta slide in with a code. Uh, if they have an app, download it because uh, the card is great to have, but what if you left it at home? You rarely will leave your car, your uh, cell phone at home. But also have the card because if you're in a rural area and there's no good cell service, that digital box may not open with just your cell phone. You may need to have the card as well.
your company's information to your Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, all your social accounts, the law likely requires in your area that that has to be on there. Even if it's your personal page, you're employed by blank and there's probably information and phone numbers and addresses that have to be there. Your broker will know this information, but it's on you to make sure that you're legal and you're going to be the one that's fine. They also may be the one that's fine. Don't get a fine over a simple task as adding your employment information to your social media platforms. Purchase a camera, tripod, wide angle lens if you're going to be taking your own pictures. Don't take pictures of a house with your cell phone. I don't care if you got the iPhone 47, whatever. Do not do it with your cell phone. There are cameras designed that can do it with wide angle lens that actually make it look good. Cell phone cameras are great for selfies, great for your kids, great for fun, but be professional. Look like a professional. Mileage tracking is absolutely critical. Uh, get some kind of app on your phone so that way every time you stop it asks you if it was business or if it was pleasure. Write this mileage off. Get with your CPA. Make sure you're doing that right. But don't guesstimate. You're going to get audited if you have 60,000 miles of work and you, you actually only have 15,000 miles of work. The IRS is brilliant. They're going to get what's theirs. Pay Caesar what's Caesar's. Make sure that you write off what you can write off, but do not cheat the IRS. They will figure it out. There's real estate agents all across America. They know what average agents do, what exceptional agents do, and they can figure out based on your income probably how much you're driving. You're not going to fool them. So keep the app because if you're audited, you're going to have to itemize that or keep a log. The app's just so much easier. Set up Google calendars for your business meetings. Uh, link them with your spouse. The thing that probably is a marriage saver, relationship saver, when it comes to you and your spouse, your significant other, is having a calendar so they know what you're doing and where you're at and where you're going. It's also a safety thing so that they can go, oh, I've not heard from them in three hours. They know where to send the canine or the police in case you haven't shown up. I'm saying that in a joking way, but it's kind of serious. A couple times a year, somebody gets tangled up into something and tragic things happen and nobody knows where you're at. Don't be that person. At least give them a starting point. If something goes wrong, then you know where you were at. Add yourself to all postcard email drip campaigns as if you were a client. Your agency or brokerage is going to probably have all that stuff either already established or in the process or recommend uh, you to a program that you can sign yourself up on. Not only create it, but also sign yourself up as a client so you know what they're getting. If there's a drip campaign, sign yourself up so whenever you get it and they call you and said, hey, you wanted to ask me three questions. What were those three questions? You're like, what are you talking about? That may have been the content of the drip campaign they got that morning and they actually called you to see what those three questions were. Don't be caught off guard. Download any listing presentation, buyer presentation apps that your company may use or programs that your company may use and then figure out what it is, make it specific to you, and look professional. You're going to want a buyer's presentation and a listing presentation. If you don't, if the other agents don't have this and you've got it and they're interviewing, you're going to look like a rock star. The listing presentation CRS class that I took, there were probably 50 agents in there. The uh, instructor asked, who's got a digital presentation? This was eight years ago, nine years ago digital presentation for your listings and for your buyers i raised my hand there was two other people in the room there are 47 other people that did not have 
listing and buyer presentations in that room, I was way ahead of the game and had no idea. If I was competing against them, I had a better chance of winning. Put your sphere of influence on an Excel spreadsheet. Your sphere of influence are the people that you know that you can call on the phone, that you don't have to go, hey, it's Kenny. What are you doing, man? They already know who your voice is. That's your sphere of influence. If you've gotten married or had a baby uh, or graduated something anytime in the last two or three years, that's your sphere of influence, who you would send invitations to or announcements to. Put that on an Excel spreadsheet, front and back, two or three pages, laminate it, have it two or three different locations, one above your visor. So when you're driving down the road to a 30 minute drive to open a house for somebody, you can look at that and go, hey, I've not talked to Bill in a while. Call Bill and just shoot the breeze with Bill. You don't have to mention real estate. They will, I promise, if they like you, they're going to ask you about you and that's your chance to talk about you. But have your sphere of influence on an Excel spreadsheet so you can mail to them, so you can call them, so you can touch them, uh, send birthday reminders, things like that. Upload your sphere of influence to your leads management systems. Put them on your drip campaigns. Your friends may register with the company you're going with and go, hey, I'm going to go to DeSalmsRealEstate.com so I can get Kenny. Well, if you go to real, our company's website, there's a round robin that goes to leads get distributed. If you're not already up in the leads management system and know that it's your best friend's cousin's brother, then you may not get a shot at capturing that lead and another agent may get it and you may be down the road before you figure that out. Write a bio for the website, your company's website, or create a landing page and then it links to your company's website. Your, your broker will know how to do this. But make sure that in your bio, that don't say you're brand new. People are gonna be reading this and you may not think about this bio for a long time. It actually makes me think I need to look at mine. But list all the experiences and life experiences and kind of the philosophy of who you are, but do not say you're new in your bio. You're a consummate professional, you're a realtor, you've got your license, you're able to provide a service for them. Put that kind of verbiage in your bio. Record a professional voicemail on your phone. They're like, hey, what's up? Call me. Make sure it's professional. Let them know how they can contact you or they can leave a voicemail and how often you check your voicemails and return them. Create business email signatures. A lot of them must have the company name, the company address, company phone number. Figure out what the rules are in your area and make sure that looks good. Add email signatures to all of your email devices and all of your accounts because you gotta be compliant. You want a your sphere of influence. You want a 12-month postcard campaign to be sent out to your sphere of influence. Figure out 12 different postcards, create them, get them ready, Go ahead and have them printed. Fourth of July is coming up in seven months. Then get that one ready, have it printed in a box so you can take it to the post office and drop it off July 1st so that way they get their Fourth of July postcard. Don't wait until July 1st to try to figure out a July postcard or a Christmas postcard or whatever postcard you're going to do for that month. Get them ready, get them printed, get them done. Your 12-month sphere of influence email campaign. They should be contacted you're going to want to touch these people 21 times. It's low-hanging fruit. They know who you are. Just make sure you remind them they stay that you stay front of mind because you got 15 other friends that probably are realtors, or at least in my market, in my world, that I want to make sure they see me every month at least a couple times to remind them that I'm a realtor and that they want to use me or refer business to me. Sign up your sphere of influence and your 
lead management system, your sold home alert is a really cool thing. If your sphere owns a home, there's programs where once a month it sends them values of what's sold in their, their neighborhood. Their neighborhood. Uh, choose a three-leg lead generation source. We're going to have a podcast coming up where I'm going to give you a hundred different ways that you can generate a lead. Again, free of charge. A hundred different ways to generate leads, most of which are free. Pick three of them. Your sphere of influence needs to be the first one and the most primary. A lot of times your company gives out leads. That could potentially be your second one. But the third leg is a critical leg to have that most agents don't have. They rely on their sphere and they rely on their company. Have a third source. So that way one of them is working and you're pouring people into your hopper, into your system. So that way one will pop out, two will pop out, three will pop out a month, and you'll start making some money. But there needs to be three different sources to your leads. Figure out what they are. Create a business plan for those three three lead generation sources. Put money towards the ones that have to be, money has to go towards them, but try to find ones that don't require initially money out of pocket because you don't have it yet. Create a business plan to fund those. Know what you're doing. Be intentional. Don't waste money. Talk to somebody before some shiny nickel comes along and somebody tries to sell you something. Always give yourself time to sleep on it. Talk to another professional who's experienced and go, hey, have you ever heard of blank? And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, don't do that. And here's why. Don't waste money. Talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about. Complete the disc profile. Me and Scott were talking about that this morning. On You've got to know who you are and who you're dealing with. And there's some that are even deeper that you can get into, but at least a minimum, do a disc profile on yourself. I'm a DI. I'm a driver. But I also like to hug people and get in their personal space and love on them. My wife is a DC. She's a driver, but she's 100% detailed. She's an introvert. And if you hug her, she's probably going to cut you. I'm just throwing that out there for future reference. But either way, know who you are. Know who the people are that are sitting across the table from you so that you can direct to them. If somebody's a storyteller, don't give them a bunch of bullet points. But if somebody likes bullet points, don't start telling stories. Know who your audience is and cater to that. You need to have a business emergency fund of three to six months before you launch. But if you've already launched, get that built up quick. Set up a business checking account so that every dollar that your broker writes you in a check, it goes directly into that account. It's not your personal one. It's a business checking account. Now, if you go to your bank, don't pay for the business account. Just get a regular free checking account and call it your business account. Every dollar goes into that. Every dollar spent comes out of that. You're going to pay yourself out of that. You're going to transfer from your business account to your personal account, and that's going to be your income that you then pay taxes on at the end of the year. Set up a tax account so that whenever you deposit your commissions check into your business account, you're automatically going to pull 25, 30, 35, 40% out and put it in your tax account because quarterly you're going to have to write a check to the IRS for the taxes that you're going to be making. A CPA will tell you what percentage you're going to be based on your family income. But don't miss that. Don't wait to the end of the year get fined every quarter, and then not have your taxes at the end of the year. It will crash your business quickly. I've seen it happen. Not in our company because we wear that out, but in other places. Know your numbers. We already had that podcast uh, for retirement. Know your number of appointments you got to have. Know how many closings you got to have. Know where you're going at all times. Listen to that podcast. 
Know your why. Know your have to. What's going to push you through when you don't want to do it anymore? Know that. Meet and greet with a lender. Connect with somebody. Your broker probably already has one they can recommend, but they're always looking for agents who are new and trying to capture them on the get-go. Again, I recommend Churchill. They're amazing. If you've got one in your area, they're in 47 states, then make sure you look one up, go meet with them. They're amazing. But you got to have a lender because you can't write loans. Identify a farm. Now, a farm is like a subdivision that you're going to then mail to and do things with and stay specific to one farming area. Postcards monthly, community movie events, uh, team up with the HOA and say, hey, can we have an ice cream social? Things like that so that you can sponsor it and that community now knows that you're the agent or trying to be the agent for that community. Don't worry about if there's already other agents working that community. You be the rock star, you get a plan in place. Don't just send postcards, own that community. Hopefully it's going to be your own community if you live close to where uh, you're going to be selling real estate. There needs to be a 21 sphere of influence touch campaign for your sphere of influence. 21 touches, soft touches, parties, farming your sphere is also a touch. Sending them postcards, holiday postcards, that's a touch. Uh, Facebook touches are all touches. you got to touch your sphere of influence 21 times. Create a marketing calendar so that you're intentional and never stop marketing. Don't go, what am I going to do this month? You need to have the next year already planned out. Your broker or a top agent can help you figure that out, and we'll also create that here on Rookie Real Estate so you can have a good idea of where to start. Past client follow-up plan, past client drip emails, past client monthly, quarterly, yearly contacts, past client referral request. Know how to ask and when to ask for a referral from your past clients and don't wait till closing. Figure out your scripts, work it in as you go, say, man, we're having so much fun. Please tell your friends about me. I'd like to serve them too. Work that into your process of working with somebody, not the last day and go, hey, it went so good for you, use me. And then another easy one is when they buy a house, put that in your calendar. 2016 Smith family bought 123 Elm Street. And then every year, call them and wish them happy anniversary. They're going to be like, what? Be like, yeah, it's been three years. Can you believe you've already lived there that long? Is it time to expand? Ready to sell? Let me know. You're touching them every year. We're wishing them a happy anniversary. It's powerful. Closing gifts. This is also something that people spend a lot of money on that have zero shelf life. Give something that can have some shelf life. Uh, Kristen Stayback Inman with Cutco Knives and Branding Gifts. She can help you with that no matter where you are in the country. It's not junk. It's branded. It's marketing. It's also got a long, you know, Cutco Knives are amazing. Giving them out to your clients with your brand on it. Every time they pull it out, your name's on the blade and they're cutting something up. So Kristen is amazing at that. Uh, email me. Let me know if you want to get in contact with her. Create a home office. Now, I'm not talking about one because you want to write it off. You're probably going to have to be able to do everything at home that you can do in the office. So all practical purposes, you need a printer, probably a scanner, things like that at home, able to operate as if you don't have to drive to the office. Order business cards, get your headshots done if you don't have a marketing manager doing that with you and for you. Uh, an introduction letter to your sphere of influence and the people that you know. Create a letter excitement about your launch this is critical i can email you some just email me let me know and i can shoot you a few examples if you want me to 
that's a big deal. It's a celebratory thing. It's a new transition in life. People like to celebrate with you, especially if you're your sphere of influence. Order handwritten note cards because you're going to be writing those out on a weekly basis, three to five a week. You need to be sending out handwritten note cards to people that you meet. Uh, business, create a business budget. I think we already spoke about that one. That's doubled on my list. Schedule a meeting with a financial advisor. Schedule a meeting with a CPA. Create a business plan that has weekly, monthly, and yearly to-dos. Create time-blocking schedules. This is going to be a whole other podcast in itself. So that way when you wake up, you know where to go. Uh, start a Facebook ad campaign if that's something that you're interested in, but research it first. And then practice your scripts. Learn what to say in the boot camps or in the training that they give you. Practice them alone and then find a partner, whether it be your spouse, whether it be another new agent, and practice on each other. Overcome objectives, objections together. Do your buyer's presentation for, for somebody. In our company, you've got to do your buyer and listing presentation before we'll give you any leads. Make sure that you know it because you've got to present it for somebody. I'd rather you practice on somebody who loves you as opposed to look like an idiot in front of a client and lose a deal. Be ready. Know your stuff. Uh, complete a listing packet on your own home. Practice on your own home a whole listing packet from start to finish, all the paperwork involved. Be able to explain what each document is in summary. Have them review it and sign it. You don't want to look at a document and go, oh, I think this is lead-based paint prior to 1970. Hmm, what was that date? 1978. You should be able to say that. Uh, do a comparative market comparative marketing analysis on your own home. So that way you know how to pull comps. You know your values in your neighborhood probably better than you do anywhere else. See what that number is so that you can then present that to somebody and go, here's what the market is saying your home value is worth. Know that on your own home. Write an offer as if you were going to buy your own house. Fill out all the details. Write in the information. Know what the blanks mean. Study the paperwork. Know what every line, how to get in and how to get out of a contract. This will separate you in the world that we live in. It's all about the details. It's all about the contract. Now, hopefully by now, you've listened to my interview with Jim Youngblood. That list that I just gave you, I gave him. This guy, when he said he was staying up till wee hours in the morning, this is what he was staying up doing, getting this list done. He got this list done, not in 90 days, but probably half that time because he failure was not an option and he wanted to be successful. He actually made it a benchmark to becoming Rookie of the Year. Guys, this is 90 days, over 100 items. I went through it as fast as I could, but I want you to have it all in one podcast so that you know where to start. Go to rookierealestate.com. You can download this. There's a little blank on the side that you can put a date when you've completed that item. Guys, Rookie Real Estate is produced and edited by Scott Parker. All the content is written by me, your host. Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSalms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. I say that with this in mind. The vision of the Selms Real Estate is to be an empowering partner, bringing agents, clients, and communities home. Simply put, we bring you home. This podcast is not designed to recruit agents, but it does align with our visions. We want to be an empowering partner, bringing you home. My dream is for this content to be used by brokerages and agents in the vast committee and communities all around the world for those who have dreamed of career in real estate. 
I want to educate those on the road to their first 50 transactions, and I want to help ensure those who transition from their day job to their dream job succeed in the process, if at all possible. 43 minutes, guys. Until next time, better your best. Thank you.